This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the $100 is Rich Jones. Okay, Rich Jones, he is stuck in corporate. He wants to break free. He's binging on the show. For your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday morning, simply subscribe to the podcast right now on iTunes and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Many people ask me what tool I used to sell my first company, Heyo. The answer is thetopinbox.com. I used it to send emails, schedule emails to be sent out later, and set reminders inside my inbox so I would know when potential buyers were actually interested, and I easily remember to follow up with ones that hadn't replied to me. You can try it for free at thetopinbox.com. Nathan Latka here. This is episode 506. Coming up tomorrow morning, we talk to Abhiman Yu, who's the CEO of Botter, a chatbot where he's raised $300,000 and helps your audience talk to you and get answers. Folks, good morning. Nathan Latka here. And our guest today is Alan White. He's the co-founder and CEO of Clipfolio, a SaaS dashboard company headquartered in Ottawa. He's focused on making it easier and faster for SMBs to monitor the health and performance of their businesses. And they're taking an interesting approach. It's self-serve in the cloud, right to business users, eliminating the need for them to work with IT procurement or make huge upfront investments. They've got over 5,900 customers, including Jet.com, Zendesk, LifeLock, and many, many more. They also have funding. They're backed. We'll talk about that in a second. But Alan, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah, I'm good to go. Okay, good. Tell us first, what does Clipfolio do and how do you generate revenue? For sure. So we're, we're totally focused on business owners that um, mostly, you know, in small and mid-sized companies, business owners that really want to grow their companies. They really want to find out what do they need to do on a day-to-day basis so that they can better control their decisions, uh, make, make smarter decisions, basically build better companies at the end of the day. And there's so much data that's floating around these companies today, everything from marketing data to sales data to support and services data, that keeping, a, keeping sort of the pulse on what your business is doing, so the health of your business, is actually pretty difficult. And What's actually more worrying is that a ton of these small and mid-sized business owners and managers actually are not monitoring their business on a real-time basis. So they actually feel like they're not in control of of what's going on. Mm -hmm. So we're really in the business of helping them uh, figure out what what to do, what, what metrics to monitor, how to make the best decisions. Uh, and that's uh, that's how we do it. We sell a dashboard uh, that brings all that data into a single screen that really helps them make better decisions and, and build stronger. So, Alan, stronger. is this a, it's a SaaS platform? Yeah, totally. It's 100% in the cloud. I mean, we've got mobile that runs on TVs, but it is a subscription-based SaaS platform for okay. sure. And on average, what's the average customer paying you per month? Uh, about uh, 70 to $80 on a monthly basis. So we're talking about a pretty inexpensive, a credit card type uh, type user uh, purchasing model. Yeah, no inside sales team there, right? 
No, well, it's 100% inside sales, so we don't have an outbound sales. I think that's probably what you meant to say, that's right? What you said it is what I meant to say. Yep. In other words, you don't have salespeople spending a lot of money traveling the country, landing deals, because these are too small. No, and, and, and there's just so much opportunity. Um, I mean, the other thing is, too, I don't know if you're like me, but today's companies, they don't want to be sold to. So if I've got a salesperson landing in my backyard and, and whining and dining me, I don't know. It just kind of gives me the wrong, wrong impression. Um, so, you know, like we'll help our customers, but it's a, it's a totally inbound process and and we want them to make the right decision. And so how many customers are you serving as of today, November, 2016? Yeah. So it was interesting. So you said, I think you said 5,900 in your, in your opening uh, remarks. That was off your LinkedIn. Uh, We've got closer to yeah, we've got, that's from LinkedIn. I mean, it changes every week. So we've got about 7,000 7, as of today. Okay, great. And then is the math in order to get monthly recurring revenue as simple as taking 7,000 customers times your ARPU about 70 to get about half a million bucks in MRR? Almost, almost, except that we've got uh, various different uh, various different service offerings. So you can start at, at as little as $24 a month or $25 a month. And then you can go all the way up to some of our biggest customers are paying us, you know, a thousand or two thousand dollars a month for all the things that they need. But in general, I mean, you're about right. Okay. Uh, the average across all of our customers is higher, but uh, but you're you're about right. That's wonderful. Okay, so t- let's now that we have kind of a sense of where you're at, right? Seventy dollars ARPU, seven thousand customers, about half a maybe a little less, but about half a million in MRR. Take us back to the start, Alan. What year did you launch the company in? So long story, we actually, but I'll keep it short, right? Uh, We launched it actually in 2001 and we launched it as a consumer dashboard that was super popular, but wasn't making us any revenue. So long story, sad story. We sort of slogged it out for a a great many, many years. And then in 2012, we launched the cloud version of the original idea. So we were always, we were always into monitoring real-time data. But it was only when we launched the cloud version aimed at small and mid-sized businesses that things really started taking off. So, well, so we sort of consider it 2000, 2012. 2000. Oh, wow. Okay. So you really toiled there for about 10 years on the consumer dashboard. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, persistence and perseverance, you know, that's, that's kind of the name of the game in this shop right here. Funding or bootstrapped? That was all bootstrapped. Now, I mean, my partner, and I, Peter and I, we had lots of conversations where we said, hey, should we go out to market and, and raise some funds? But we never really had at that time, we never really had the metrics or the evidence that would say, hey, if we pour it in the top, we're going to see a good return out the bottom. What about today, so though? Have you raised as of today? Oh, for sure. So so, I mean, the, the short story is that we launched this in 2012. Um, and at the time I was the only salesperson. I think we only had about 12 employees within our first year. So by the end of 2012, we had 350 customers and we were thrilled by the end of the next year, by end of 2013, we had 1100 customers. And this is when Pete and I sat down and we said, Hey, I actually think for the first time, we've got something that is growing at like a three X here. I think we've got some efficiencies. We've got some evidence. What month over month, year over year, what? Total. Oh, it was. uh, It was. Well, it was three x year over year. I don't know what it was on a month to month, but probably fifteen to twenty percent month over month. Um, you know, from an MRR point of view. So really solid, good early growth. Right. Really nice uh, product market fit uh, evidence in the early days. 
So this is when we said, hey, you know what, let's go out because I think we legitimately can accelerate this if we do a seed round. So we did a, a small seed round, a $1.7 million seed round uh, at the beginning of 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did our Series A uh, at the beginning of 2015. So that was a $6.2 million round. Okay. And we've been managing to accelerate the business, uh, you know, ever since. So, you know, we were 1100 when we did our seed. And now we've got uh, just around 7,000 customers. So um, you know, so it's 7.9 million in total funds, something somewhere around there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So that's that's what's into the company right now. And Alan, if I'm a betting man, if that's if that six point two million dollar Series A, which I think you got from Omar's, right? Yep, that's yeah, right. Yeah. So if that was back in what early 2015, you right now being it, you know, it's over a year later. You are either or close to a year later. You, I, you are either, you know, thinking about raising another round of capital, or you're in the middle of acquisition talks. Which one is it? I think I think you're a pretty smart guy. Uh, I think it's definitely. Uh, <laughs> Come on, I think Alan. It's, def- it's definitely. <laughs> it's definitely the first one. I mean, listen, we have we're having so much fun, and we've got such a, a totally wicked team that How big it's going to take quite members? a bit. We've got about seventy people, and they're awesome. They're All in absolutely totally. Uh, we've got four people in India, uh, okay. really, really good people in India too, to sort of help us with the overnight support. Um, but you know what? We're having too much fun to be acquired right now. Yeah. Okay. So uh, you thinking maybe considering raising capital? Do you have any idea? I mean, just teach your audience in a Series B about how much money do you think about raising? So we did. Uh, so we did six point two in our Series A. Um, you know, if you're if you're looking for a Series B, you have to be able to take it to your next metric. So we need to sort of be able to take it to our Series C metric. And generally speaking, you want to try to do that in about a, a two year time frame. So we sort of reverse that back, right? You know, what is our opportunity? What do we really want to do? Where do we need to invest? So you know, I think you know a, a good solid Series B. And if you look at the market today. It's anywhere between, you know, 10 to maybe 15 to $20 million. It's our Series C or Series B? Series B. So okay. Series B is 10, 10 to 15 is, is where where most companies are landing their Series B. And what are you doing? Usually giving up, what, 5 to 10% of the business there or a little bit more? No. Uh, at a Series B, uh, I think you're generally giving up a little bit more. So Series A, you're generally... You know, looking at more like twenty to thirty percent, and if you're looking at a Series B, you're anywhere from maybe fifteen to twenty-five percent at the max. Okay, got it. So, so it starts. It starts. It starts coming down a touch. Um, you know, but it, it it really varies too, right? Um, you know, depending on what what space you're in. I mean, it depends on your multiple as well, right? If you're in a really really hot space like uh, AI and machine learning, you could probably get a eleven to twelve times multiple. Do you on think your you're AR. in a hot space? I think we're, I think we're in a really good space. I don't think we're in one of those hyped spaces. Um, you know, I think, uh, and I don't know that it's necessarily good or bad to be in a space like that. There's, there's undue pressure if you are, but I think with SMB and, and the fact that, I mean, one of the things that's super exciting for us is that SMB right now, small mid sized business market is still a green field opportunity. There is no dashboard right now that is the number one or the leader in the SMB. So, you know, why did we, da- we, why did we, we, why did Dashru fail? They just raised 3.5 million bucks. They're shutting down. Why'd they fail and you win? You know what? There are so many reasons why a small or mid-sized business will will grow or fail. And and Dashru did some really smart things. I mean, they had a really good 
content and marketing engine. Um, you know, so I'm not close enough to where it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, I know that, you know, Dashru, along with a couple of other folks, are, are what we would consider uh, widget engines. So there's not a lot of, lot, not a lot of depth to those kind of offerings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with Clifolio, with our offering, you can actually calculate and mash together your own metrics. And I think that's important. Uh, I think, you know, a customer will come in and they'll say, hey, I'm, I'm cool if you spoon feed me some, you know, standard templated metrics. But at some point, I don't want to modify those. Or I have to make those actually truly my own. So having an editor or, or being able to calculate and do custom stuff is actually pretty important. Uh, yeah. And I know that Dashru didn't have that. Um, so, you know, I'm speculating, but, uh, you know, I mean, my heart goes out to those guys. Uh, you know, I'm a small business CEO as well. Uh, in our case, we're, we're kind of cranking and, and growing really nicely. Well, but it's they, hard. They, it's had really a big hard. Exit. they had a big exit with vertical response. They'll be fine. They, for sure they will. <laughs> and and, and I, I know John and I know, you know, I, mean, I know those guys and yeah. I'm chatting with them, right? Uh, they'll be totally fine, but. You know, it's it's not it's not a it's not a win win kind of situation yep. for what, sure. Who would you consider maybe your your two or three kind of competitors that you respect the most in the space? Uh, it's a good question. I think um, let me let me put out the, uh, the standard answer first, but I think there's some legitimacy to that. The standard answer is the it's it's the Excel's or the or the Google Sheets. Uh, you know, the kind of status quo, so I'm building a dashboard products. and I'm building it, you know, using my own stuff. Right. So that's, that's kind of the way it's being done today. I think the, the other one that is probably doing the most interesting stuff is probably Microsoft's power BI product. Uh, I think they're probably our most formidable or most close uh, competitor. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's cool is that ADSMB is such a massive market and there's room for multiple winners. And um, generally, we found that the Microsoft folks stick within Microsoft's ecosystem, and then there's everybody else. Yep. So why don't we take everybody else? And I like Microsoft. That. I like that. Let's talk very quickly before we get into the final part of the show, just about unit economics, because you're kind of advanced, and I can tell your mind's in this stuff. Talk to me about uh, yeah. churn. So what is your gross monthly customer churn? So in an SMB uh, um, space, you'll always have a gross monthly churn or logo churn that is higher than you would if you were selling, you know, like a a $500,000 product, right? It makes total sense. The investment is different. We have folks that start up for trials and they start paying for trials and they really just want to extend their trial. You know, so it's a very different model. So we're hitting around a, a, a logo churn and a gross monthly churn. It's about the same metric that is in between maybe 3% at the best uh, per month, you know, to maybe three and uh, three quarters uh, on a monthly basis. That's still pretty healthy, Alan, for for your ARPU level, considering how many small businesses go out of business. I mean, it's, it's, so you have to, you can never look at one metric uh, only in isolation, right? You've got to take everything in with a grain of salt, right? So the fact that we're growing at at over 2X, I think is an important sort of, metric to look at as well and if i take a look at my my cat payback period which is about eight to ten months or if i take a look at my ltv to cac ratio like the lifetime value to cac ratio it's healthy as well it's about a four so all of those things combined you know it, it paints a good picture but are we going to target driving that churn down absolutely right and investments in product investments in onboarding investments in customer success you know, these are all things that we're totally, totally focused on. So, Alan, let me unpack those numbers real quick. You just mentioned you had about a 10-month payback period, correct? 
Yep. Okay. And at a $70 ARPU, is it fair to say you're spending about 700 bucks on customer acquisition? Nathan, you're, you're brilliant. I mean, I don't know how you well, do it. It's amazing. <laughs> I do this every day. But if I, if I then take that out and do a four to one, which by the way is better than, you know, industry standard of three to one, it's fair to say you're projecting lifetime value at somewhere around 33 months times 70 bucks a month, which is about 2,300 bucks in lifetime value. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You, so it's healthy. It's good. That's great. No, these are all healthy. Here's a question. You're the perfect person to ask this to. A lot of people like know these numbers and stuff, but data by itself is not interesting. And this is where I think, I think this is where Dashru failed to be honest with you. You've got to be able to figure out like how to actually tell the CEO how to like make changes in their business based off the data. And that is so difficult to actually code because it's so subjective. How do you try and codify yeah. that in Clipfolio? Um, you know, I don't know that we necessarily codify that today. Uh, what we do is we do run a lot of webinars. Uh, we do team with a lot of sort of industry experts like uh, like uh, Rand Fishkin at Moz, right? Just really sort of educate people on what's what's important. And if my metric is here, what do I do? So I think eventually we'd like to we'd like to bubble up sort of the bench best practices or, or, or the benchmark kind of data. Um, but we're not we're not at that stage yet. I think right now it really is more of an educational, um, I don't want to say hand-holding, but it's an educational partnership with our customers. Yeah. They really need to understand, well, if my metric is here, do I step on the gas or do I tap the brakes, Got right? And I think, I think right now it's, it's education. That makes good sense. And then real quick, before we get into the last part of the show, um, Alan, tell us real quick, what's your guys' what, what, what revenue goal for 2016 would make you and your team super happy if you hit it? Uh, we're doing another, uh, we're doing another doubling. Um, that's, uh, and, and I'm actually meeting with my, my exec team, the SAFT, uh, for a strap meeting. And, uh, we're, we're talking, we're talking about exactly that. That's good. And it's, and it's, and it's sort of a top down. It's a, Hey, listen, we're going to get a two X. What do we need to put in place? What resources, what investments, what programs do we need to do to hit this? And did you do about 4 million in 2015, somewhere around there? A little bit, a little bit more. A little bit more. Okay. So oh, maybe... in, in, sorry, in 2015? Yeah. Last no, year. it was a 2X as well. So uh, a little less than that. Okay. So call it, call it somewhere around three-ish. I'm just taking your MRR and trying to back down growth. So 2X, yeah, yeah. 3 million. Yeah, yeah like for that. sure. For sure. Very yeah, cool. For sure. So 6 million revenue, that puts you pretty healthy. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people in kind of the dashboard space. So congratulations on the growth. Yeah, we're, we're thrilled. Where's the best place, Alan, if people want to follow you as you build this business, where's the best place for them to connect with you online? Um, I think LinkedIn or Twitter is great. Uh, I do a I do a weekly or biweekly blog as well, where I talk about sort of the CEO um, uh, gig things I've learned, things I've I've, I've mocked up. Um, you know, so follow me there too. But you know, I'm happy to chat with people and happy to help small businesses as well. So many of you have heard me talk about wanting to take a company public by the time I turn 30. I'm 27 now and I have identified what I will build and take public. It's called thetopinbox.com. No questions asked. Here's why. Salespeople hate using tools like Yesware and ToutApp and Salesforce because they don't have to log in and update their you know pipelines just for their bosses. So I was using this company called The Top Inbox or something very similar that allows you to track emails, set open reminders, set auto follow-up sequences to people to make sure you get replies and to frankly close more deals. In fact, I use this concept to sell my whole business, heyo.com. I saw when investors opened, when buyers opened, when they replied, I followed up and I sold it. So I bought the whole business. I will take it public. You should get on right now before I start decide to start charging for this thing. It's totally free. Thetopinbox.com. 
Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals for you guys. Go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. All right, Top Tribe, link to that in the show notes at NathanLacka.com forward slash the top 506. Again, forward slash the top 506. All right, Alan, time for the famous five. These are rapid fire questions. Really quick answers. You ready? Sure. Number one, favorite business book. Okay, Nathan, you just broke up. So sure, what's, your, what's your favorite business book? Um, I'd actually say... Uh, Good to great was one of the ones that I got most of, uh, out of it. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, no. I, no, there's a lot of folks that I follow and, and, and look at, but number, not, not one specific one. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like TopTal? I would say uh, Mixpanel is probably our favorite one right now. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? You know what? I actually almost do. That's good. And what's your situation? Married, single? Do you have kids? Married with kids. How many? Two kids, two girls. All righty. And what, how old are you, Alan? I am 43. All right. So last question. Take us back 23 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? You know what? I started, so I started my first company uh, when I was, well, I don't know, when I was maybe 16, but uh, I think what I... What I should have done differently then um, is I should have spent more time really understanding people, like really the emotional quotient of people and how they work together in teams is probably the most important thing. Like you can find smart people everywhere, but you know, can you find awesome, really good team motivated people? That's, that's much more difficult in coaching them. So I think that's where I would have uh, Probably spent, uh, spent more time. Top job. There you have it from Alan, the CEO of Clipfolio. Over 7,000 customers, 7.9 million raised, about 3 million in 2015 revenue. $70 ARPU, again, about 500 grand in monthly recurring revenue. Really healthy gross monthly churn for this space at 3% with a CAC to LTV ratio of four and a lifetime value of about 2,400 bucks with his team of 70 based mainly up there in Ottawa. Alan, thank you for taking us to the top. Yeah, for sure. Thanks, Nathan. If you enjoyed Alan today, go back and listen to Johnny yesterday. He's the CEO of Quill.co, which prepays contractors and freelancers money that they've earned. He's prepaid over $10 million. So how does he do it? And how does he make money? Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars. And I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. 
Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. 